The thing to keep in mind is that Despite its ability to grab headlines, the price is really the least interesting part. What's exciting is being part of remaking the internet. Hi, I'm Amy James, and welcome to our What Kind of Internet Do You Want holiday special. Typically on this series, we talk about Web3 infrastructure. You can think of infrastructure like the foundation of the web, the services that we rely on for the things that we do online every day that allow us to share content on social media and watch videos. So those are things like file storage and cloud computing and how Web3 infrastructure will change the future of the web from closed platforms owned by a few companies to open protocols controlled by the users. So today we're going to talk about the way that most people come to learn about Web3, and that's Bitcoin. The holidays are one of the most popular times that Bitcoin is transferred between people because it's being given as gifts. Whenever I think of giving Bitcoin as a gift, I think back to a friend who introduced me to Bitcoin when it was $8 and how even when it was still so early and there were still so few believers, he was already so excited about the technology that he was even early to gifting it and he gave Bitcoin to his nephews for Christmas. If they held on to it all of these years, what an amazing gift now. So whether you received a gift of Bitcoin, gave it as a gift, or are stashing some away as a gift for your future self, Bitcoin is usually how most people take their first step into Web3. And that makes sense because the defining characteristic of Web3 is ownership. Ownership over the value transfer protocol or the infrastructure protocol upon which it runs. Ownership is what distinguishes Web 3 from Web 2, the previous era of the web. So if you've got some Bitcoin for the holidays, but you don't know much about it, here's a quick rundown of the basics. First of all, congratulations to future you. Bitcoin is a digital asset that is likely to increase in value over time because unlike US dollars, which are printed based on the whims of the Federal Reserve and other government issued fiat currencies, Bitcoin has a strictly limited supply. There will only ever be 21 million coins. There are currently approximately 19.2 million coins in existence and the remaining 1.8 million will be released via block rewards over the next 120 20 years. The last Bitcoin to be created is expected to happen in the year 2140. But in the meantime, as you've probably heard, its price is pretty volatile. Its value can fluctuate significantly over short periods of time. Some would say that compared to traditional investments like stocks and bonds, Bitcoin is a risky investment. But there are also people that would argue that given the strange times that we're living in and theories like the fourth turning about how we're living through a once in a lifetime crisis, traditional investments could be far riskier and Web3 is the path with more opportunity for sustained growth. Since this technology is such a substantial upgrade, I fall on the side of it being the better move, but this is all still early stage and there's no denying that the volatility goes hand in hand with the opportunity available. And all the standard disclaimers here, this is just for informational and educational purposes and is not investment advice. So some people really fixate on the price when they first get into Bitcoin, checking it daily or multiple times per day. He definitely did. Or trying to buy it at the lowest possible point. But this can drive you crazy. 
Based on its historical performance, its value is fairly cyclical in part because of how the block reward and coin distribution is designed. The thing to keep in mind is that Despite its ability to grab headlines, the price is really the least interesting part. What's exciting is being part of remaking the internet, transferring control of the web from companies to users. By holding your own Bitcoin, you are part of the transition from web two to web three. So a few grammatical rules. When you write the word Bitcoin, it's not camel cased. So the C in coin is never capitalized. And whether or not the B is capitalized depends on which aspect is being referred to, the protocol or the currency. Bitcoin with a lowercase b refers to the underlying technology, the Bitcoin protocol, whereas Bitcoin with a capital B is referring to a unit of currency, a coin or a portion of a coin on the Bitcoin network. So for example, you might say, I'm interested in investing in Bitcoin with the lowercase b to reference the technology and the network. And you might say, I just bought a coffee using Bitcoin with the uppercase b to refer to the unit of currency. What makes Bitcoin such a big deal is that it's decentralized, meaning it's not controlled by any government, financial institution, or organization. Instead, it relies on a network of computers and servers to validate and process transactions. Bitcoin transactions are recorded on a public ledger called the blockchain. The blockchain is the record of all Bitcoin transactions that have ever occurred. We made a whole video about what blockchain is, which you can find here and in the description below. It's maintained by a network of computers called miners to learn more about the work that they do to secure the network. You can also check out our video on proof of work. It's important to know that Bitcoin is not anonymous, despite the common misconception that it is. All Bitcoin transactions are recorded on the blockchain and are visible to anyone who has access to it. Rather, it's pseudonymous. Basically, it's similar to a bank account or a social security number because Bitcoin uses addresses made up of numbers and letters rather than a name. If you're looking for more privacy, there are tools and other cryptocurrencies you can use that are intended to provide privacy like Zcash and Monero. So before you do anything else with your Bitcoin, it's important to store it securely. There are several options for how to store your Bitcoin. You can use a hardware wallet like a Ledger or a Trezor, a software wallet like Coinbase Wallet or Edge, or a paper wallet. We made a video about self-custody options and the benefits and drawbacks of each one, and we will link it here and in the description below. And finally, if you don't want to just hold on to your Bitcoin, what can you do with it? How can you use it to buy stuff or trade it for other cryptocurrencies? To send, receive, or hold Bitcoin, you will use a wallet. A Bitcoin wallet is a digital tool that allows you to store, send, and receive Bitcoin. It works similar to a traditional wallet, but instead of storing physical currency, it stores the public and private keys that allow you to access and control your digital currency on the blockchain. If you want to send Bitcoin to buy something, you will need the recipient's public key. A public key is a unique address that is stored in a wallet. As its name suggests, a public key is intended to be publicly shared, whereas a private key needs to be kept secret. To receive Bitcoin, all you need to do is give the sender your public key. 
Bitcoin public keys vary between 26 and 35 characters in length, and they always start with a one, a three, or BC1. To send Bitcoin to someone, you'll create a transaction which debits one of your public keys and credits their public key. Your private key is then used to sign it, and then the transaction is broadcast to the network and added to the blockchain. It usually takes about 10 minutes for a transaction to be confirmed, and it rarely takes more than an hour, which is much faster, obviously, than the two to three days it takes for banks to clear a transaction. Also, it's important to be aware that when sending Bitcoin, the transactions are irreversible. So it can be good to be careful that you're sending to the correct public key. Many Bitcoiners follow the practice of sending a test transaction of a dollar or so before sending a larger transaction just to be absolutely sure the address is correct. And if you want to know more about public keys and private keys and the cryptography behind them, check out this video and we'll put that in the description too. And that's our last video for the year. I hope you enjoy your shiny new Bitcoin and welcome to Web3. You can follow me on social media at Amy of Alexandria and the organization at Web3WG. If you enjoyed this video, please share it with your friends, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We're wishing you a very happy holiday from all of us at Web3 Working Group. We'll see you in 2023.